like in Rochester, I say this, like from May, because April, you know, you never know. But from May <laughs> to December, there's no greater place. Oh, your wife, my wife would be 100% with it. My wife is depressed through the winter as the days get longer and stuff. She is begging to get into her garden and start digging things up oh, and planting. Getting like and see the mulch underneath your fingertips. Yeah. Like that's just uh-huh. like the best feel in the world. <laughs> like just that smell of barky wood mulch. Yeah. Love it. I, 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 dra- I drag stuff around the yard for her. So our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit do better. So together we can be a little better. Well, welcome to A Little Better. We are so excited to have you here today for the conclusion, the fabulous conclusion of Mount Mover. It really was an incredible experience. This is week four of four, so you picked a good one to join us. But hey, Drew, as we always do, why don't you give us your sermon in 60? Yeah, we brought a conclusion to the series where we looked at the last moment where Jesus looked at his disciples and said, you know, you have little faith, a moment where they just failed. They went for it and failed. And I talked about how sometimes that's one of our greatest fears to faith is, is taking a risk for Jesus and like falling flat on our face. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just looked again at faith and those words, you of little faith. And we really challenged people that faith, if you boil it down, is just belief, belief that God can and what, he, what he's done and, and what he's accomplished for us. And if we truly believe something, we have confidence and assurance. And we see that all throughout the Bible and the stories of faith. It's un, you, know, you can't reconcile it. You can't reason it. Logic and reason often get in the way of our faith. But at some point, we have to trounce those out with our belief in God. And so that's kind of the, the ending of that story. Um, I think it's been a great, great series. If it hasn't been for anybody else, man, it's just really... Hit, hit hard. Yeah. If you don't, don't want to toot your own horn, I would agree. Great <laughs> series. Loved Noah's contribution yeah. in week two. That was great. Your three contributions, great. We were just talking even in preaching planning about how how well the series went, how well it fit together, how it just felt like this was what God wanted to say to yeah. us as a church. And all the texts came from Matthew, the primary text. You just kind of had that. Yeah had that you really felt like you were walking along with disciples and sharing that journey of faith too. And to just give people a little bit of a like inside window, um, one of the hardest sermon series to write is like a campaign sacrifice um, sermon series because you have to communicate certain information in, in a, in a text. And I, I, my goal was, I, I didn't want to, this just to be about like, Hey, here's the moment of our church and let's sacrifice for it. I really mm-hmm. wanted to teach God's word through it. And, you know, I would say every series is from God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just felt like God <clears throat> gave me this idea for this series. Like it, he led me to it. And I just feel like it's just been such a, a powerful stretching series for our church. In fact, I've got a, a couple emails from people this week just saying this series has been so hard for me because our idea mm-hmm. of faith, our construct of faith is so small. Mm-hmm. And to see what was so cool about Sunday is just to see people take steps of faith. Yeah. You don't always have application that's just so front and center and conspicuous, yeah. you know, as you do with this. So it's like the application was highlighted, but it would, of course, be wrong to think about the application as the capital campaign only. Right. Yeah. I mean, this, this God, it was, it was almost like, again, that was the object lesson. Um, 
to stretch us and yeah. test us, but to teach us how to apply faith to so many mountains. Yes. There were so many other things that people were praying for. And honestly, my greatest fear for this series, from my heart and everybody's heart, is that we would think that the end, we, we did it. We accomplished faith because we sacrificed. No, that's just like the beginning of the journey. That's, mm-hmm. This is how God wants us to live regularly. And obviously, faith doesn't always require us to give dollars. Sometimes right. it's time. Sometimes it's living by faith, by sharing our testimony. Like mm-hmm. our lives should be like, there should be, as we look back at our lives, it should just be covered in moments and opportunities to live by faith. Yeah. I And the application and prayer, right? Yeah. I mean, prayer is that expression of it, which is, I, I'll, I'll be transparent. Probably the hardest one for me is just to be consistent in mm. prayer. Like I, you know, one of the mountains, you know, you know, that I had up there was, you know, family members far from God. Mm. So, and I know that I need to be faithful in prayer. And I remember it's that parable. I think it's with the unjust judge and uh, just to get that woman off his back, you know, he's going to concede. But it was interesting how, you know, so this woman, you know, prays for justice. The judge isn't even interested in justice, but because she whines so much, he gives it. But then the the final statement of Jesus is the, at the end is, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith yeah. on the earth? And apparently a measure of faith is prayer, yeah. which that's the challenge to me is I can't, I don't imagine the role of money in bringing loved ones to Christ, you know, at least not a direct transaction, right. but, but I need to be in prayer yeah. uh, for them. Yeah, and I, I, what I love is just at the ending of this series, um, I just love a couple of things. I, I love the spiritual growth that took place in our church, mm-hmm. right? I, I just love that we are fulfilling our mission through this moment, right? That's why we're here, more and better disciples. And I think before we ever reach um, a a person for Christ, we're going to dive deeper. We Our church dove deeper and became more like Christ. And what happens is when we become better, when we become, when we grow deeper, I think the result of that is people will see it in us mm-hmm. and it will reach out to them. And I loved reading all the mountains mm-hmm. just in people's prayer requests. And I, I think the best thing and the hardest thing is in our faith, sometimes we don't always get to see the mountains God moves. Sometimes God, God moves a mountain behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right? And I think what's going to be cool about heaven is getting to see Oh boy! All the mountains God moved through our faith that mm-hmm. we didn't even know happened. That the story was never told, but it took place. I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, lots of individual stories and dealings from God, but this yeah. was very much a group. Oh yeah. Corporate, you know, activity. You talked about you know us, you know, as a church. And then there's these smaller groups of our families, yeah. you know, and what God did there. Uh, any reflections on uh, your family family journey? Um, I can give reflections too. <laughs> we can yeah, both I mean, you know, this journey was so good for my family. I think one of the coolest things is this is the first time that I've had an opportunity to talk with my children about sacrifice, to model it. Mm-hmm. I think I saw sacrifice so much in my dad that I want my children to to see mm-hmm. it in me. Mm-hmm. Um, what was cool about this campaign maybe than I have I haven't seen in other campaigns is how many young people and when I say young I mm-hmm. mean teenagers mm-hmm. students young adults who sacrifice yeah um I I just think that's we're laying a foundation for kids to walk in the reason why I sacrifice is because 
I saw it with my dad. And mm-hmm. to be able to sit down with my kids laying in bed and be like, guys, we're going we're gonna to give to the Lord and here's why. And I just don't think that will, that will return void. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. You, I was also, um, there were, you know, I, I haven't seen all the numbers by any, but there were, there were a few numbers, you know, people I knew and knew about. And I was, and I'll, here's my heart. I would see a number and I'd say, oh, wow, was that wise? <laughs> and the answer There's your was, reason and logic. Right? I know. And the answer was, no, it's not wise, but that, that was faith. Mm. And it'll be, I just know that person they're, they're going to get to see some amazing things. Yeah. There's, you know, people are, are learning faith. Yeah, I'm very excited about the buy-in, you know, from younger people here. And, um, yeah, for, you know, Karen and I were empty nesters, um, so it's, you know, just the two of us. But it was a, it was a good journey. I just, we're very different, and that's a good thing, mm. you know. And just knowing that God leads not only us individually, but leads us, you know, you know, together. So very, I think very much at peace, very grateful for my wife's generosity. And I think sometimes the journey is almost as important as the gift, mm-hmm. right? The journey God takes us on and just softening our heart. And to, you know, if you're married, you coming together, it brings a husband and a wife together. Even if you, you disagree, or even if you're, you're trying to navigate it and you don't always land in the same place, there's something beautiful about God bringing a couple or an individual and taking them on a journey. That's our life, right? He will complete the journey. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just think it's a beautiful picture of sanctification. Hey, you might have already answered this question, but um, any other thoughts on what stood out to you, you know, in the journey here? Was that... Uh, you know, I think just for our church, what stood out to me was just how awesome our church is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I... I it's just a beautiful thing to see people walking up on stage and putting their faith on a wall and mm-hmm. sacrificing. Like there's just, I think that's what the church is supposed to be. When I read in Acts, right, they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles. They, they gave away, they sold their land to help those in need. Like, I just think we saw a beautiful picture of what God wants the church to be. And I think that will always sit in my, my head and my heart. Yeah, I saw so much excitement. I mean, we were in, you know, small group meetings. I visited small groups. You talked to so many people, coffees, everything. There was just the enthusiastic, positive heart, mm-hmm. you know, from people. And the thing is, like, as I know all the campus pastors, as they host uh, each week, they're always saying thank you for the regular giving. We yeah. already knew this church was a generous church. That's right. I mean, you, yeah. got, you guys are so faithful mm. yes. week after week, regularly financing, um, you know, so we can have staff and tools, you know, that can um, have a part in yeah. the life change stories that we see every week. But this was, you know, we got to expand our territory, yeah. you know, to step out, increase, you know, increase. Yep the kingdom reach, you know, in the Rochester area. So there was so much, so much excitement, so much generosity, just, yes, this is all about a thank you, (laughs) you know, to our church for how incredibly generous Mm. uh, you've been. Um, Drew, are we going to share the number this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um, I know everybody's going to be asking, hey, where are we at? What what does this look like? Did we meet our goal? And um, the truth is, is we're still calculating. Mm -hmm. 
commitments are still coming in. So there's people who missed Sunday. Um, and one of the primary reasons why we're not going to share, um, we'll share the number on Easter is because we have, um, part of our church, our audience is a week behind. Um, and so if you ever, ever watch the CW, um, a, a part of our church that watches on television, um, is a week delay. So we still want to give them time to participate in commitment Sunday because they technically haven't had it yet. And so that's important to us to honor them. Mm -hmm. And so we plan to share the number on Easter Sunday. And so just be patient. Um, there was a lot of commitments, a lot of sacrifice, and it takes time to not only calculate them all, but make sure we confirm them, make sure they're right. We don't want to give a number and then be like, oh, actually, we we change we change the number based off this. So we want to be careful before we share a number. Yeah, I'm always paranoid about that too. It's especially the electronic submissions. There's always the possibility of error. So Wrong decimal make, mark. Just parts. want to make exactly. Yeah, we want to be careful. Let's make sure that you know these these are accurate. And th- basically, the campaign is not over. There are That's people right. who are and you have, still have a chance to participate. Yes. And and not all of our church. Yeah, and if you're listening and you weren't here Sunday and you still want to participate, you can mm-hmm. easily go to iwant.info. Um, you can go on that banner that says two-year commitment, mountain mover commitment. You click it and you can you can participate. It, the, the, the commitment just be really began, right? Sunday was mm-hmm. the start of it, and we want to give people an appropriate amount of time to be a part of that. Yeah, that's great. Um, I was just curious about um, what advice, you know, so why do we do two-year campaigns? That's kind of a, a question of mine. We, we haven't always done two years. Yeah. And why do we do two-year campaigns? Why don't we just ask people to give right now? Yeah, well, because uh, <laughs> it, would, uh, it probably wouldn't happen the way we'd like it. Uh, no, two years gives people time to plan and think. Um, it gives us a larger window of sacrifice. Um, I know historically in our church we've done three years. Three years is just such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, our last campaign was two years, and what's mm-hmm. crazy is we brought in, I think, 101% yeah. of what was committed. Now, the way that happens is a year in, um, new people come to our church, they hear about it, and they're like, hey, we want to be a part of that. And so mm-hmm. um, it's just a, it feels like the right amount of time to allow people to sacrifice and have the appropriate time to plan and figure it out, but also not too long where it feels mm-hmm. so daunting that it's right. like, does this ever? And, and so that's kind of the, where we found, I know people, you can really do campaigns depending on what you what the need is in six, we've done it one in six months where we, mm-hmm. um, hashtag, uh, for rock for Henrietta campus, we did in six months. Right. Um, but this just felt kind of the right. Yeah, I would agree. Right. Those early campaigns, those three are, I think I heard numbers like 87% and 79%. We're hugely, hugely grateful for the oh, 87% word, yes. and 79%, you know, and a, you know, consultant. I mean, that's, that's, um, money we wouldn't have otherwise, but it does seem to work really well, mm. you know, for a church. It also, <clears throat> there will be another capital campaign, you yes. know, at some point, yep. right? There'll be some new opportunity. Yep. And I, you know, the fact that, um, and you want to give people a little breathing room before the next one too, I think. So I get, again, sure. that two years, let's get this done and then let's make ourselves available for the yes. next opportunity. Yep. And I think another question people will have is, you know, well, how, how, how do I do this? Is there a proper way to, you know, I made my commitment. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. And I've been telling people, like, some people are like, can I just write a check and give it to you? Yes, you can, you can handle this campaign however you deem wise for your finances. So you can, you can literally take, you know, 104 weeks, which is two years, mm-hmm. and 
do payments each and every week. You can write one check. You can really, however you would like to do it, it, that's up to you. You can do it electronically. You can do it in a check. You can bring cash in if you want to. Um, One of the greatest stories I've ever experienced in a campaign, our last Mm. campaign for Gaining Ground, Mm -hmm. um, I met with somebody and they were just ready to bring their their gift. They were so excited. And so they came in with a, a backpack on and I was like, uh, why, why do you have a backpack on? It was a, a kid's backpack too. And I was like, Oh, maybe they're, they want to give that to one of my daughters. I don't, I literally don't know. Cause it was a, it was a grown man, like a, a, uh-huh. a 55 year old man. And we were talking and, <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get feedback from him. He's like, listen, Drew, I, I just need to do this. And I was like, Oh no, what, what's happening? <laughs> he gives me the backpack and it is full of cash, $35,000 worth of cash. Wow. And I was like, I, I, I don't even know what to do with this. Like uh-huh. one, okay, <clears throat> I, I just immediately, after the meeting was over, I thanked him and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, you don't get, mm-hmm. you know, we don't get to hear stories like that, but this is so cool, like campaign stories of faith. I immediately took the cash and ran up to Jeff Mapes' office and I was like, dude, I don't even want to have this much cash <laughs> alone. Like, and so me, Scott, like four, four people, we counted it uh-huh. and then we deposited it just because it was crazy. But like, wow, these are just the stories I had a story even Sunday um, of a, a young lady um, and she was just like, God told me to do this. She, she gave me cash in an envelope, but he blessed me before it happened. And so I made a commitment, but I already told God I would give this. And so she gave the cash she already said she was going to give and then did a commitment mm-hmm. on it. I mean, this is like story after story of faith. And you're just like, wow, God, you are, you're moving. Yeah. I think there's so much, I mean, that's interesting because I hadn't thought about that, but there's so much value in the immediate obedience. Mm-hmm. I think about Noah. He told that story about give, you know, sending you a text, what, 2 a.m. Yep. because he was afraid he might not do it in the morning, yeah, right? Like yeah. God says, do this. I better do it now. So that's an argument for some people will be cutting checks, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. I know my own, for every capital campaign, like my wife, she... She makes those commitments, and then she wants to be done with those commitments. We we don't write one check day one, yep. but when you know we're we're contributing over yep. time. But as soon as we get that done, you know she she just re- jumps, you know, dances and rejoices. That's how I am. I it, it like sits on my shoulders, and I I can't write a check for um, what we committed. So like yeah. I, yesterday, I started the process. I was like, yeah. I got to get this going. I got to like I made this decision, and. Even just in personalities, it's fun to see the personalities yeah. of you know people. Some people make a commitment and like they're gonna they die before they don't meet that commitment. And right. I just think you know in faith, right? It's so easy to mm-hmm. to like step out of faith, right? It's so mm-hmm. easy to have an excuse. And I would just let's continue to live by faith. Yeah, and I think the other, th- but then the other side of it too, it's a two year campaign, and it's you know some people are praying in faith because giving God the space mm. of two years, right. you don't know what's going to happen. That's right. You know, I'm going to do you know everything I can. I'm going to be wise. I'm going to be frugal, but I can't do this alone. I'm just praying mm. for God to give me the means. Yeah, you know, to make this commitment and. And then we get to hear the stories over two years. I mean, I heard a story the the other day of a past campaign of someone who gave, <clears throat> and they didn't they didn't know how they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? They literally gave in faith and said, "We don't know." And they said, if they gave their commitment, they would be in the red each and every week. Mm-hmm. And they just said, "You know what? 
God provided, and we don't know how he did it. We don't mm-hmm. know where that money came from, but he just, he just took care of it. And I think that's the amazing thing about God is, mm-hmm. one, he doesn't need our money, right? Like, yep. we do this out of obedience and out of devotion to him for what he's done for us. But God controls every single dollar in the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just think about that for a second, yeah. How, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. That's what I always sang as a kid. That doesn't so. land as strong in our culture. <laughs> I mean, a, some cattle on a thousand hills. He like. owns the asset of every IRA account. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, um, how about this has been incredible. Yeah. Any other thoughts? You good on that? No, I'm just excited for what's coming next. In the That's what I church. was about to say. Yeah. yeah. Pitch it, Drew. All right, I will. Should we be excited about what's coming next? Yeah, I'm... I'm as pumped for, I w- you know, Mountain Mover was an amazing series and it was super challenging, but we're getting to see the Bible come alive. I, I've, I've seen the first two um, sermons, so they're going to, just to give you uh, kind of expectations, they're about 12 to 15 minutes, I would say, around there, you know, um, but they're, they, they, let me just honor some people too. Drew and Meg Davidson are just incredibly talented. They're volunteers mm-hmm. yep. um, who went to Israel and they kind of put the videos together. Um, and they're just, they're awesome. The videos are going to be powerful, moving. I just saw Easter. It's going to be different. Like what I love mm-hmm. about the Easter message is it's, we're focusing on Jesus's resurrection, but an area where we see his resurrection power before he ever resurrected. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. So you don't want to miss the next six weeks. You just don't. And so I'd encourage you, invite your friends. This is an easy invite. Yo, you want to see Israel? You like to travel? Hey, let come come check this out. So it's going to be an amazing series. Yeah, well, I've seen the preaching calendar for a long time. So I was looking forward to Mountain Mover, looking forward to Israel. And it's incredible that we take the high of Mountain Mover and move right oh, yeah. into Israel. Yeah. So you will definitely want to be with us through that series where we go on location, Mm. as you said, and see some amazing footage and some incredible teaching. Don't miss it. We'll see you next time.